Yeah. All right, guys, we are live on the Friday morning here, live coming to you from the Entrepreneur Speaker Series. We brought in another wonderful guest today, but first and foremost, thank you so much for tuning in. This is going to be an epic episode with the co-founder of Spiritual Gangster, Ian Lopatin, ladies and gentlemen. But before we're going to dive into the detail, I just wanted to say Thank you so much for tuning in live. And we're so proud of all of you that are out there building their brands, building their hustle and creating businesses of significance, right? Because that's why Ian is here today with you. He built the absolute epic and iconic brand, Spiritual Gangster. And we're going to be diving in here today with my co-host, Angeline Waymeyer, is back on the show here today to interview Ian and to talk about his journey. And I think you're in for a treat because Ian has an incredible story to share, how he went from a, a law practice in Los Angeles to building a global movement. And uh, it's a very, very appealing name, right? Spiritual Gangster. So we're gonna be talking about that. But first and foremost, welcome to another episode. And uh, I'm going to welcome our honored guest here on the show today. Ian, thank you so much for being here and taking the time to be with us today. How are you today on this Friday morning? Welcome. Awesome, Rob. Angeline, thanks for having me. Great to be here with you guys. Thank you so much. I know, Ian, you are so busy, right? I've been uh, getting this interview for a long, long time. I need to book you a long, long time. Finally, you are here. And I'm so excited for you to share your story, right? Because we are in the, of the community of uh, entrepreneurs and investors. So can you share a little bit about your story? Like, how do you get started from uh, the law practice into having your own yoga studio and then building this beautiful brand. I'm big fan, nice spiritual gangster. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about um, the journey. And, um, and most important, I'd like to hear about what is the biggest challenge for you on this journey and how did you overcome it? Well, there's a lot of questions in that one question, but I, I guess I can do my best to set it up. You know, um, I grew up in Detroit and then actually went to college at Vanderbilt in Nashville and moved out to California and go to law school. And I thought I'd be like an entertainment lawyer and I ended up becoming an entertainment lawyer. But while in law school, I got addicted to yoga and I was watching Yoga Boom 25 years ago in LA. Um, and I did, you know, would go, it was a great way for me to manage stress when I was really in law school and it opened me up to a lot of things spiritually. Um, and I was watching, you know, yoga, there'd be like five or 10 people in class in LA. And by the end of the year, it'd be like 40 people, 50 people. And I, you know, one of the biggest things, and this is like, this story sets it up so beautifully is, is learning to like see serendipity, synchronicity, coincidence in your life. And it's happening all around you. And the more you're really in tune to what's happening, like in your present, you start to see these things. So mm -hmm. my mom, um, a blessed memory I uh, used to live in Florida, in Boca Raton, and I was in law school, and I was telling her, hey, I got really into yoga, and I went out to see her, and she had always been into yoga, but I never really did it. We had yoga teachers at our house, and she gave me a yoga book, and I flew back from uh, Florida to LA, and I'm sitting on the airplane, and I open up my yoga book, and next to me is this guy in a satin jacket, this Indian, and his wife, and I have no idea, and he taps me, he goes, you do yoga, I'm Bikram, and I said, you want to see my yoga book? And I had no idea at the time who Bikram was. He goes, I have my own book, 2 million copies. So I, I ended up landing. I went to the bookstore. I bought Bikram a yoga book. And I was at UCLA Law School at the time. And he was like 10 minutes from me. So I started going to yoga with him. 
can't. Mm. It's just one of those things. I'm like, okay, if I don't get this, like never if I had a yoga book and I'm sitting next to like the most, you know, iconic thing is yoga guy. But those kind of things happen all the time to people when you're on the path. And also, also kind of when you're, you know, I was watching something that I really liked and I was watching it kind of happen and become a movement with yoga. And, uh, you know, I think a lot of it, you just kind of like follow, you know, Joseph Campbell says, follow your bliss. My dad used to say, do what you love and the money will come. So mm -hmm. I think you have to really figure out things you're passionate about and you can pour your interest in. But I ended up quitting my, 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 my entertainment law job in LA and moving to Arizona and opening, um, opening yoga studios. And I actually built the yoga studios my last semester of law school and raised money. I wrote a business plan on it and was going back and forth when I first got my law job at the place open. But I would teach yoga on the weekends in LA, I mean, in uh, Phoenix and fly back to LA in the week and be a lawyer. Oh, so you do the two at the same time while being yeah. a lawyer and then also building yeah. your studio part-time. And I use my bonus for my law job to, to create the yoga studios. And like even... You know, I think a lot of like one thing is like, don't quit your day job. Like you want to, you want to build something and have something else as you jump to the next thing. But I also think the next thing will never work. I got some great advice from a, a friend of mine whose dad was like almost a dad, second father to me. And he said, you know, if you don't go and commit and build your business, it's not going to happen. Right. So it ultimately has to be you. So I, you know, how you have to let go of this, this, this one thing for the next thing to happen. Um, but I think, you know, there's so many challenges along the way. There's, it's like life's about leveling up and learning, right? So you're co constantly mm -hmm. learning and growing and figuring out what you need to learn to get the next level. And at every level, there's all these different challenges around everything every day, right? You're learning how to navigate things yes. more easily. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I, I mean, I think, you know, at any sort of period of any endeavor, you're going to have things you're facing to improve and work through and you know now after being in that you know we sold our yoga business to lifetime fitness which is, was publicly traded another private going mm -hmm. probably most likely public again but across the you know entire united states but spiritual gangster started as a house brand for our yoga studios we were making you know i used to play play hip-hop rap music to like tupac biggie small puffy things like that and michael jackson and a friend of mine after class came up to me and I would teach yoga all over the world. And she said, you're like a gangster, a spiritual yeah. gangster. And we started making t-shirts and, oh, you know, nice. kind of that started to get going and we were selling it out of our own yoga studio. But then when we were able to sell at one yoga, which is a yoga studio, then we had spiritual gangster, which for, you know, it's been a business for 10 years, but it was more, more like five or six years as an actual business, a couple of years as an expensive hobby. Um, but it's been, you know, something that just kind of evolved naturally and organically. But then again, too, you know, she could have said spiritual gangster and I would have never done anything with it. Right. So I think a lot of it is recognizing these signs and coincidences and, and really taking action and following things you're passionate about and connecting dots. So yeah. what I'm what I'm hearing is, Ian, like you start out be, become uh, doing law. Right. You thought maybe that's something that maybe your parents, your family asked you to do. But the your passion it's like yoga that's come to you right naturally so and then you you go to uh go to uh where phoenix phoenix right to to build a yoga studio and then spiritual gangster just along the way so what i'm hearing is you not act actively pursue like oh i'm gonna have a closing brand it's all like come to you like is that is that how do you yeah how i do think you i think i'm a, a very you know part of 
being aware. So what's happening? Mm. What's happening around me? What am I interested in? And then when you figure that, how do you make those things better? And like, you know, Spiritual Gangster, although it's a clothing brand, it's really about, you know, wellness and lifestyle and like teaching people to grow, excel and learn and, you know, being a, a guide of somewhat sort of levels and different things that we're interested in. Yeah. And being able to, and being able to share. So I think that, you know, but I, I never was like, oh, I, I never was like, oh, I'm going to build a big clothing company. I never, I never mm-hmm. actually was in the clothing business. I was never in the yoga business. I'm in like five other businesses that I've never been in before, you know, that, yeah. because I think that it's like, you know, and I also too like, to, I like to do the things that I like to do. So then you can, you know, turn those into, you know, passions into projects. And you know, sometimes they're, you know, they're turning them into businesses. And, and Ian, um, would, would you mind if I heard you say that uh, your yoga your yoga business got sold off to Lifetime Fitness? And that's interesting because right here in Texas, Lifetime Fitness is a very popular chain, right? There's a lot of members and people, and I'm actually part of the Lifetime Fitness as well. So talk, can you talk to us how you got in touch with such a giant animal, right, when it comes to the, to the fitness world in the U.S.? How, how did you get connected to Lifetime Fitness and how did that transaction go? How did it go from being able to sell that off to Lifetime and then adopting that into, into their programs? That's a great question. Uh, so I think <laughs> a big thing about life, you know, one thing that is, is creating opportunities. Um, so I... Um, when I, I decided to sell our yoga business, our yoga business turned 13... I'm Jewish. I was like, okay, it's like kind of bar mitzvah. It had, it's like ready yeah, to yeah, be yeah. on its own. I had another friend of mine at a time who owned a big uh, chain of yoga studios called Core Power Yoga. So we were talking about maybe doing something with him. And Lifetime Fitness kind of built the state of the art yoga business right kind of down the street from us, but they couldn't fill it. So I really manifested getting in touch with the Lifetime Fitness CEO. He flew out. He came and saw our place. And in like two days, I got to deal with them to sell our business. Wow. But I was like ready to sell it, right? Like yeah, I yeah. had to be ready to sell it. And then the right person appeared. Wow. Manifesting. The, you and said then, the- then it was there. I was like, okay, I mean, this is the right guy to buy our business. Because at that point, I mean, who's the, who's the next buyer for a yoga studio? There was, yeah. you know, no one. So it was very, it was, it was, and then it became like, I helped, you know, they ended up, I didn't want to run the business. So I literally sold the business on a Tuesday and I played the world series of poker main event on the Thursday. I was just like done with it, <laughs> you know, but then wow. I also helped a friend of mine who had a bunch of yoga studios in Michigan, sell his business to lifetime. And then he ended up running their yoga businesses for the last 10 years. Wow. Incredible. So, so- I have this question is Ian, you, you're talking about manifesting, right? Be open and opportunity will come to you. And uh, do you practice this or this is natural to you? Or both, can you agree on? Well, I, I think it started off natural. You know, I mean, I've done a lot of stuff over the years. You know, we got connected through Tony Robbins, you know. Yes. So, uh, you know, but I've always been a seeker and a searcher and, and figured out ways to get better and you know success leaves clues so you know now i have really intense you know serious practices hours a day to create the things in my life that i want and then i expect to go big for them to come to me 
And but I also create and then take action. But you know, there's kind of three stages of how things work. There's okay. the, the planning stage, the anticipating stage. You know, they'll say, "Hey, okay. we're going to go uh, skiing, cat skiing together." And how how's it going to be? And how's the snow going to be? And how our friends are going to be? And you create the thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and I have a morning practice where I journal. Uh, I do five minute journal, and I have a whole other book of journals where I write, write goals for everything that I want to have happen for the day. Okay. Um, and that's a big part of it. And the second part is being in the experience. So you, how am I really there when I show up? How can I see what's happening around me? How can I be present for what's, what's going to happen in my day? And it'll mm-hmm. either happen better than I thought it was going to be in the morning or other things will come up that I'll have, get to enjoy that I didn't even anticipate. And then the third part of it is really at the end of the day, kind of celebrating those wins or writing them down and, and reflecting on, you know, how great that was. It's like almost when you, you know, people go on a great ski trip. I love to ski. You know, at mm. the end of the day, people sit around the fire, or have some drinks afterwards and talk about how, what a great time they had when all these things happened. So I think like life is meant to, to work like that. So I, practices I, yeah. that, that can be developed. You know, one of the things that, uh, Angeline's uh, husband, Carl, and I both got into beyond Tony Robbins is uh, Dr. Barry Morgan, this guy who does energy for success. And a lot of his practices are incredible and super powerful at creating opportunities and using, you know, what he calls the energy. We talk a little bit about, you know, there's a way of using grit to make things happen that if people think I'm going to work so hard and hard work's part of it. But if you're using grit, you're not in the flow. Like you look at a great athlete, they work hard, but they're in the flow. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that real success happens when you put yourself in flow state and align yourself with all the things around you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can have, then you focus on whatever's going on. You know, like I think that, you know, like we talked a little bit earlier about scaling and things like that, mm-hmm. but it's always about, for me, spiritual gangster was always a, a global brand. It was, a, it was never, you know, it's always been big. So that's mm-hmm. how I've seen it from the beginning. So, so would you say that the manifestation process, and this is something that we talk a lot about internally because it has happened. I've seen it happening for Angeline. It's, it's happening for myself as well. And it's, it's part of the philosophies that we teach to our students and communities. Um, but would you say Ian, that it has always been in your mind, even when you were small, even when you just got started, even before the sale to, to Lifetime Fitness, do, do you think that that has always existed in your mind? hundred percent. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I've also gotten way better. And then I've been able to see like, you know, like I said, success leave clues. Like, you know, I've worked with people from like Tony Robbins to Robin Sharma to, and a lot, it's all the similar stuff. You know, even if you know, I'm Jewish, but I watch Joel Osteen, there's certain messages that are very high vibration for you. And I read a lot. So I'm always educating myself. And I mm-hmm. think too, you can connect the dots between, um, and also too, we all know this stuff. This is how it's meant to work for us, right? It's not like, yeah. a, you know, the secret isn't really the secret, but it's also mm-hmm. not, you know, but the idea is it's not really, a, but for whatever reason, people become disconnected and there's a lot of misinformation. And, you know, people think like, you know, oh, I had some success with grit, so I'm going to grit it all out. But that's not how it's supposed to happen. You know, you're supposed to enjoy your life and it's supposed to be abundant and it's supposed to be in the flow. And if it, you know, one of my favorite symbols, it's, it's the yin-yang symbol. And the, mm-hmm. there's two different sides of the yin-yang symbol. There's the white side and the black side. On one mm-hmm. side, you're winning, 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 winning. On the other side, you're losing, 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 losing. Most people are on the wrong side. 
the whole idea is get on the right side and staying in the energy of the right side. And, you know, before this podcast start, started, Eileen's husband, Carl, popped in. He just got out of the cold plunge. But there's all these practices that can be done to boost your energy, your vitality, your frequency that will allow you to get your sensors open, that will allow you to win. You know, and yeah. I think that if you're if you're stuck in a a poorly lit office and you're not doing any physical practices and you're consuming junk food, junk news, mm. you're 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 at a different frequency. It's a different mm. reality. You That's have to excellent. like you know. Yeah. And and Ian, make sure I, I capture those three things because it was really good. You said the first one is what planning, creating. There's like three phases of everything. The yeah, first thing is what's going to happen. Yeah, like, so what do I, you know, it's like it, I have a goals journal. So the first phase would be like, what do I want to have happen? What do I want to have happen in my relationships? What do I want to have happen in my finances? And on a daily basis, and we also do like yearly goals, right? Hmm. Um, but I think you want to have, that's part of the thing. Like, you know, you anticipate about one, I've been a board member for Make-A-Wish now for like eight years. And it's, this is the whole premise of Make-A-Wish. These kids have these terrible illnesses and you replace them thinking about their illness with this unbelievable experience. They mm. get to choose what they want to do, the best thing they could ever do. And then they get to plan the trip. And there's all this like six month thing up to creating the wish, right? So that's the first part of really of this of this process of life. Like, what are you thinking about? Can you replace like the fears and the negative chatter with this amazing experience that you want to have or your business or, mm. you know, and, and build it and think about it and create it. But that's part of like the, the joy. And then you have the experience and then you, you know, revel in it, enjoy it, love it. Mm. So and that's third Yeah. What's a phase two? Is, is being in the experience. So, you know, you see people who are in the experience, but they're not there. They're like checked out. So can you, you know, whether for me, a big thing is not being on my phone when I'm, when I'm with my kids or like, I love the NBA. Like, can I go to the game and not be on my phone? I had a total blessing. I, le I left my phone in Colorado for 10 days and, you know, 90% of not having the phone was better. 10% yeah. was kind of challenging. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and what's the phase three? And phase three is the, is the, the, at night, the reflecting, the, the okay. really enjoying, like, you know, when you have a great thing and even if you share that experience, like what I get to share with you or, mm. you know, you, that actually makes it even better. So like celebrating your wins. So that's what you do on a daily basis in the morning, you journal, right? And then during the day you be in the experience and then fully. Fully. And then, uh, and do, what, what time do you normally do the reflection? Is that before bed? Is that certain time that you set yourself? Yeah, usually at night before bed and then, or, you know, over dinner sometimes. And if I, if, if certain nights I don't get the reflection night, I'll do it the first thing in the morning before I start the process again. Oh, okay. You always and reflect what you plan. Yeah. Well, you, cause you want to relive and remember, you know, and reflect on the good stuff. And you're basically creating neural pathways. The, you're creating these channels in your body to, so you want to remember your wins and you want to book more wins and you want to keep using the momentum, say, okay, you know, the whole idea is you want to build a platform to have a life. You know, it's not just about having money and no relationship or no health. You have to be healthy. You have to have vitality. You have to have a great family. You have to, you know, have to have, you know, I like to call it oxygen money, but like, it's like money's like air, right? You, know, you just, you never think about, it. is there going to be enough air for me to take a breath here, right? There's air, right? 
But so that's like an abundance philosophy to have that there's always more than enough. You just have, and there's also ways to, when you start generating and connecting dots and value your, you know, abundance flows. Mm. And we have this uh, question from the audience uh, from Kina. She said, can you uh, share the experience that you, the challenge where you building your business and creating what you envision? How did you walk, work through to continue to success, even though the challenge is there? I mean, there's always going to be challenges. And that's part of, you know, like I have my trainer coming over after this call. And, you know, when you work out different muscle groups, it's, it's challenging. It's straining. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's always going to, and, and we're on this planet to learn and grow. So mm-hmm. show me someone without challenges. You're not going to want their life, you know? So you, and when you start to learn to win in the face of challenges, challenges get bigger. It's like, if you ever played video games, level two is harder than three or four and five. So whenever you're kind of getting through what you think, there's always going to be something there. You know, mm-hmm. you want to have things out in front of you that you're always, you know, reaching, reaching for the energy for. And I think it's, you know, it, it's a lot about mindset. I mean, how are you viewing it? And, you know, I think, you know, and I think that what I, you know, I don't know much about the Chinese language, but the same characters for obstacles, opportunity. So like the same, the same thing is how you're going to look at it. Like, is this, what's the opportunity for me? And how can I learn and grow? And how can I, and then how can I use the energy to, to, to get the challenge happily, gracefully, without getting grit or getting pissed off. And that's the thing where I think it's super important to like manage your own psychology because you can take things so personally and you can blow them out of proportion and you can get down, you know, pathways that aren't win-win. And there's no, there's, you know, when you're in the flow, when you're in the energy, when you're an entrepreneur, when you're creating experiences, the more you create win-win things, the more it keeps feeding itself and, you know, Mm-hmm. My dog is barking in our background. My little dog here. Oh, it doesn't yeah. hear that much. Yeah. Oh, great. I'm going to see him in a second right now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Rob, what is your biggest takeaway so far? Isn't that amazing? It is. It is. It is absolutely amazing because I think that so many uh, entrepreneurs, starting entrepreneurs, they they only look at, uh, let's say, the features and benefits. Right, which is building the business, coming up with a concept, all the, the little nitty-gritty things of operations and systems. But it sounds to me, and I start to see the pattern from all the guests, right? We have some highly successful guests coming on the show, Ian. And I start to see the pattern that most of our guests, they talk about mindset. They talk about the internal works before the exterior. Mm-hmm. Um, so so I, I definitely start to see the pattern. And mindset, it's, it's the majority of this journey. If, yeah. if, if you can develop a strong mental, uh, you know, if you can, you know, a strong mental fortitude, you, you can you can push yourself through challenges and keep focused on, on, on these concepts. Yeah. Well, and, and you're going to embrace challenges. You know, like one of the things like I love to ski and, you know, um, when you ski, you want to look for more challenging things. Right. And I think mm-hmm. in business, you're as you're looking okay, that's easy for me now. We're not even, let's get something. And I think life, it's like challenge is not bad. Yeah. You know, challenges. I, I, I agree with you, Ian, because 
I, I'm working out, right? Starting working out. Thanks to Rob, he introduced me to a great trainer. And when I first started building my muscle from three pounds now to 20 pounds, and, and when I lift 15, I told my trainer, I said, when I lift 15 pounds, I feel I was lifting uh, five pounds. So I need some more challenge so I can really resonate with that. And I yeah. think in certain areas of life, people embrace challenge. And for whatever reason, like in other areas, they don't want a challenge. But they, I think everyone wants some challenge. You know, how it's it's how we grow. Yeah. And how, do you learn, how do you learn the lesson how easily? Yeah. Exactly. And, so, and yeah. Ian, we, we have another question coming to you. Um, and, and it actually talks about vibrations, right? Because you touched on that a few times, vibrations. I, the puppy. I, I, puppy I have I have these plumbers here, and so my guy, my dog is barking at the plumbers. I'm sorry about that. Oh, uh, okay. Really uh, Tucker. It's, it's obvious that the dogs are in high vibration right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. So so one of the questions, Ian, which is being asked, like, how do you consistently, right, being able to build such a massive business and and uh, an iconic brand like Spiritual Gangster, how do you maintain your vibrations high on a day-to-day, -day, even though when challenges arise, even though life sometimes happens, even though we have a pandemic, we had a winter storm, you know, whatever it may be, but how do you consistently keep your vibrations high so you can propel forward? I mean, I would say in times like these, these are like the times you double and triple down. You know, so there's a whole set of practices. I do you know, an hour of meditation, breathing exercises. Um, I have a trainer who I work with multiple days of the week. But my, I do the journaling. I do the cold plunge. I do the sauna. You know, the whole time is working on my on my vibration and keeping it. And then, too, if things are going more challenging, I'll do two hours of the breathing. You know, I'll do more and more and more of it before I go and handle whatever's going on. And all throughout the day, like I do my energy practices. You always I'm do this. So I, I realize that, you know, those are the times you need to amp up more. You know, one of the things that, you know, that I think Tony Robbins is the best is like, you have to start with your own state. If you're in a shitty state, everything's hard. Mm. If you got a bad attitude, whatever mm. it is, it's going to suck, right? But if you're in a great state and you're up for a good, good challenge, you're going to be able to win and you're going to keep winning. Then you're going to use the momentum that you get in your athletics, you know, like Angelina can talk. I guarantee you because she's better, she's in more fit. She's having some success there. She's having more success in other areas of her life. It's the yeah. way it works. You want to continue to use the momentum you get over here to, to share it over there. And then you want to really be grade yourself. Like, how am I doing in these areas? Like really you know, can you give yourself a score? Like in, in all my gold journal, I'll look, I'll be like every day. Okay. I got an eight out of 10 there. Yeah. I want to do all this stuff. I did half of it. I got a five out of 10. So you're constantly monitoring yourself. And I know Ian, you spend a lot of hours in meditating, breathing. I don't know how many hours, at least two or two to five. How many hours? I'd say two to three daily. Two to three. And then and some people may ask you, yeah, Ian, it's it's good for you, right? You are successful. We have a nine to five. We, we need to work. And how do we have this two to three hours to do what you do? How would you respond to that? 
I think, well, you start, you, you know, the reason if it didn't work, for me, I wouldn't be doing it this much. I certainly didn't start doing two hours. I mean, I started five, 10 minutes, maybe not consistently, but as mm-hmm. I built these things in this habits, right now it's harder. I do an hour of these breathing exercises in bed before I get up. You know, if it's five in the morning, I'll stay in bed from five thirty to six thirty and do these before I get out of bed because I've got two little kids at home. They're running around. Yeah. Know? So it's, but I realize that I've, now I now my kids come in and they hear the breathing. They don't interrupt me. They know it's part of my morning ritual. Yeah. So I think everyone's got to find ways to build these in, right? You know, I when I was doing the law job and the yoga studio, I had two jobs in two different states. Now I just a you figure out ways to make things work, and the things that are working, you want to continue to double down on. And you know, I think part of the reason why I'm able to, you know, live such in a really an abundant lifestyle is because I have the energy to do it. But I also realize, you know, if I don't have that energy, I need to go back and build it again because that that's what enables me to be of contribution to have like it, to really enjoy, to really be in the moment where I'm in the moment and get the most out of it. Mm. And you, you know, met- the thing is the moment will feed you. There's all these different things like, I'm not here. These besides the dog barking, but there's, birds flying around, there's birds singing, there's, there's so many different things wanting to communicate with us in our environment, right? And if you can be present for it, those, those things will feed you with your energy. So good. Yeah. And you mentioned breathing for one hour, right? What kind of breathing that you do for an hour? So I'm going to share with your audience and you. And so there's an amazing teacher of mine, this guy, his name is Dr. Barry Morgan, and he's the only, um, Caucasian, who's the grandmaster of Chinese energy medicine, and he is a he is an app called Energy for Success. Oh, and on I that, have that. yeah. Mm-hmm. And on that app uh, is an amazing. They're free breathing exercises, and then as you do courses, you can take other ones. And you know, there's a Dave Asprey, the founder of Bulletproof Coffee, did yeah. his these great podcasts. But he he does one where he interviews uh, Dr. Barry, Dr. B. Everyone calls him. Uh, and that's a great one for your audience to listen to. And, you know, if, if these, if you have people who really want to be successful, you know, there's a lot of things you can do that work and don't work. You know, these breathing exercises are, are a big part of helping me maintain the frequency of winning and win winning. You know, it's like there's different frequencies in the universe. And, but if you're on a, on a frequency where it's win, 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 and everyone wins, things are yeah. going to work. Beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. So, Ian, would you mind if we if we can uh, fast forward and and talk a little bit about your uh, plans with Spiritual Gangster and 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 in 2021, right? What is what is what are the plans for 2021 for for Ian and and Spiritual Gangster now that you found yourself in this this place where uh, and and of course we still have a pandemic going on, but. Yet you already shared that you're still traveling a lot. You're still uh, connecting a lot. So, so can you talk to us about your plans moving forward? What's uh, what's on your vision? Yep, I'm curious about that too. Well, I mean, for us, you know, a lot of it is is continuing is is continuing to tell the story of spiritual gangster and to share. You know, it's a it's a much deeper story than it, than I think even we're doing communicating it on the surface. Um, you know, we're growing the brand internationally. We're growing the the brand to have now some more men sizes. We're also having larger sizes for for women, uh, so we're just making it more inclusive. Um, and we're doing some really fun collaborations. We finished one with the Grateful Dead, which is like my favorite iconic band brand. 
Uh, we have a huge thing coming out with Ziggy Marley. So um, mm. there's some really cool things we're doing there. Uh, but a lot of it is just really continuing to build the movement and to build it globally and to mm. build it online. So we're doing a lot more to do video, online storytelling. You know, one of the reasons that I thank you for having me on is, you know, I made a commitment to do more of the, this, to share the story, to mm. share what we're up to, um, you know, and just really get to, to grow the movement. And I was thinking while you're saying that, I was thinking that in the future, I have all of our team, right? I'm not sure the spiritual gangster do this and customize. I'm an abundant wealth creator for all of our team. That would be wonderful. <laughs> you are for sure. We are. And I think, you know, the idea is like it's mindset and mantra. And, you know, there's for an entrepreneur, there's, there's nothing more important than mindset. And you, mm-hmm. it, it takes it. That's what it's going to take because you're going to win and you're going to lose. You know, and it's like to be a to be a winner, you have to learn how to get through defeats and get up the next morning and go, you know, and then figure out a way to win. Like, how do you find a way to win? And it's like mistake, learn, mistake, learn. How can I quickly, quickly learn from whatever I did wrong to to get to the win? And how do I get to the win faster? The win's always there. And Ian, um, so we have audiences right now watching. As a matter of fact, we saw the, the comments coming in. And from some of them, uh, we, they have been uh, loyally joining all of our interviews and, and really taking advantage of all the, the golden nuggets and the wisdom that is always being shared from incredible entrepreneurs like yourself. But let's say if you would speak directly to that group that is currently in the process of building the business, right, and getting it off the ground, what do you think could really cause that mindset shift from, from being in the, in the hustle, as you said earlier on, like hustle and grind towards really getting yourself to a place where it just flows? Because you, you talked a lot about flow, right? being in a state of flow, and, and I'm a big believer in creating that zone for myself as well. But maybe can you talk to us a little bit about that mindset shift from, from being a small-time entrepreneur to really get yourself to a place where it just flows and it allows you to grow and scale? Uh, I think the first thing is, one, realizing that like all your entrepreneurs, you are your greatest investment. So to really invest in yourself, take time to go to the gym, to work out, to meditate, to do whatever your practice is, you know, like yoga, tai chi, kickboxing, do whatever, and make that time. You know, there's a great book that every entrepreneur should read. It's like the E-Myth and Why Small Businesses Fail. The but E-Myth. it's the idea of you, you want to work on your business, in your business. You know, you want to be a business owner, not a, you know, you, you don't want to create a job for yourself, ultimately. But I think that constantly being able to work on your mindset, and when, you're in, when you're in the grind and you're in it, okay, you got to get, you're on the wrong side of the yin-yang, right? So you have to realize that. You have to figure out how do you get yourself to the other side. And it's not by more grinding. I mean, you got to do the work. Look, it's like we're busy and we're also, but we're also putting in the hours. It's not like when you become successful, it's less work or you're, you're working less. You're probably working more, but you're also figuring out how to be way more efficient. You know, now I can do and literally like, like I'll give you an example. Like I'm on the board of Make-A-Wish now eight years. We, I'm going down. We did our, our Make-A-Wish board meeting at the Phoenix Suns Arena. And we're having to do all this stuff for the live auction. In like 20 minutes, I raised like half the live auction. And all the, you know, but it, it, before that would have taken me months, you know, mm-hmm. but you become really more efficient and you're, you've built relationships and you're able to use them. And it's mm-hmm. like, 
So I think that's how things work, right? And then you now you keep scaling and then you can, how do you contribute? And um, I don't know if that answers your question, but I think that mm-hmm. um, continuing to like keep, you know, don't let yourself go. Like mm-hmm. your bit, your bit, your business is just one aspect of your life. You and, and it almost sounds to me, and that you're saying that you stay consistent on the basics, no matter how small, or how big you are, because you, you mentioned the morning ritual. And, and one of the things that we're big believers of is, is we call it the morning formula, right? Have a set of rituals that you do, which makes up your formula. But that is what I consider the basic. So would you agree that you say that no matter how small or how big you have to consistently work the basics in order to ground yourself. And, and part of that yeah. is of course. Let, let, so like I, the, the greats of anything work like Steph Curry, right? Fast free uh, throws in the world. still shoots, a, makes a hundred free throws a day. You think he doesn't know how to make free throws, you know, yeah, but yeah. every day I'm going to go plug this in every day. He's making free throws. So the basics are what allow you to be, you know, but if you don't, I think you, everyone's got to build their own foundation, you know, mm-hmm. and they're, their habits that work for them. But I think the, the thing that I realize and I've seen from, you know, if you look at really successful people, most of them have these great habits that are hardwired in them because they've done them so long, you know? Yeah. And in, what in the beginning may seem hard becomes now, now it's harder for me not to stay in bed and meditate for 60 minutes in this, you know, I don't miss it. So that these things become hardwired and they become who you are. But in the beginning, they're challenging. Yeah. But now after, you know, they say 66 days to form a habit, you know, after like three months, they just, it, it becomes a part ritual or becomes just, yeah, part of you. And I think that's the thing is like, to uh, for the people who are listening to be, you want to build your, your base. And then once you get that and you keep elevating it, right? You can't mm-hmm. do all this shit at once. Yeah. You like pick one, install one habit, then in another 90 days, install another. So you're always leveling up. Mm. And then now yeah. take that over. The, and the whole thing is compounding too. So, you know, even my morning ritual is compounded, but, you know, wealth gets created compounding. Most people, scale is compound, right? Most people underestimate the value of compounding and they want to do it all quickly. You know, when if they do it over a course of a period of time, change can be huge, you know, especially over 10 years. You know, I yeah. tell people spiritual gangsters a 10 year overnight sensation. 10, but, 10 years overnight. <laughs> yeah. So, but there's a whole, you know, the, you can, you everything compounds. Your, your have your good habits and your bad habits. You know, yeah. now I'm around 50 and I see my friends are going in one direction or the other. They're getting healthier, fitter. We love to ski. I play golf a lot. I, very, you know, it's important for me to be healthy and vital, you know, and then I have other friends who were great athletes, but now they're, they don't take care of themselves. They don't, you know, and they're not able to do what we're able to do anymore. And mm. it's, you know, and, and then that goes quickly, right? Yeah. So and I think. Yeah. Thank, thanks so much, Ian. This, you have, I, I take like pages of notes on my iPad, like, you see, like amazing. I get so much notes. And I really appreciate you. And know that um, you have a very tight schedule. And I really appreciate you being here with us today. And for those of you, Rob, right? If you haven't got on Spiritual Gangster, we got to be spiritual gangsters. Amazing. 
And I know, um, Ian, you um, have a special uh, gift for our audience. I have, yeah, I have a code. I'm going to pull it up real quick because I had a text to me right now, but I have a code for all of your listeners. Hold on. So it's, it's up. Excellent, guys. And if, they go, if they go online um, and type in S-G-A-W-C for Abundant Wealth Club, S-G-A-W-C, Mm -hmm. uh, it'll be a uh, it'll be a discount on all, on all their orders for like it'll be good through March. Oh, so you said uh, one more time. You said S A H C. Uh, no S G like spiritual gangster S G uh -huh. and then A W C Abundant Wealth Club for you guys. Got it. Got yeah. it. We love that. It's branded, guys. So so for all our listeners today and people watching the replay. Um, go and take advantage of this, right? Ian was just so generous to share with us a code that if you go online, right, there's a special gift waiting for you. I, I assume at the at the checkout, especially for the abundant- uh, At spiritualgangster.com, yeah. Yeah, at spiritualgangster.com. So, so we're gonna make sure that this information will be distributed here in the, in the show notes, Ian. Uh, but but our our listeners they 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 love to to get these these perks here on the show because you know we have people that are building and working and looking up to stories like yourself right this is so inspirational and and I really appreciate when you are being so generous with your time but also bringing something cool right because we have such an awesome community that uh, they love to connect with you. And, and before uh, we close out, Ian, would you be able to share, besides the spiritualgangster.com website, how else can we follow you? How can we stay connected and, and be part of your journey? Be part of your movement, uh, global movement. I, I mean, the best thing is if you go on spiritualgangster.com, you can, you can follow us, you can follow us on Instagram, and then mm. you, we're, there's more and more content and stuff that we're sharing. We're doing some more live classes. We have a whole great mm -hmm. thing in astrology, meditation. Um, we're doing some really cool co-brands uh, with just some awesome content. So definitely check mm -hmm. that out and, um, you know, join the movement. It's, we're all in it together and it's great yeah. what you guys are doing. Um, Angeline, thanks Rob, for having me on. And hopefully this was, this was a good contribution and oh, your uh, audience likes it. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks, Ian. Thanks, Rob. You're amazing. And go work out, Ian. Get that dial in, fully dial. Fully dial. Yeah. Well, that'll be our next one. We're gonna we're gonna share the story of fully dial. Yeah, we're gonna share that next in our next episode. <laughs> okay. Right. Thank, so you. thank you. Good day, Rob. Thank you so yeah. much. And see you next week. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. All right, guys. Thank you. Bye bye.